The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 202 on the last day of September 2020. I am Clyde, and today I am joined by Matthew Ross. Hello, everybody. Jimmy Trammell. Hey, guys. And Michael Aston. Howdy, y'all. Together again. Everybody's here. Yes, we are. Absolutely. We are all here and we will be here every time. Absolutely. I think that's a wonderful thing. Okay, I guys, I, I got to tell you, I, I, I'm like totally exhausted. I can't, <laughs> can't keep it up. So we're going to try though. I, so it's funny thing happened today. The funny mm-hmm. thing that happened I capped up and I went to work and I was starving. I ate my breakfast. I was still starving. I ate my lunch. I was still starving. By the time I got home, I could not think straight. So I ate half a pizza and an apple. I feel a little better. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope I, I hope I maybe you were having that. sympathy starvingness uh, for Mike because he hadn't eaten all day and you were feeling it. Maybe I don't know. Why haven't you eaten all day? I mean, I've had a I've had a little bit. Uh, Dr Pepper, right? You know, mostly Dr Pepper. I had a croissant. Dr Pepper is a meal. <laughs> we heard is, Dr Pepper is the Guinness of sodas. And it, as everybody knows, Guinness is a pint of Guinness is a meal. <laughs> That's right. And, and, and Matt, I, I'm glad. I like to see how you balance that. Right, half a pizza. And then have an apple. You know, because so, I was still hungry. And, you know, the thing about apples around here, especially right now, you get an apple, it's the size of a softball. And I'm like, uh, I could eat all this, but I want to, sh- don't feel, you know, does anybody else want half? And so I split that up in half. Oh, and so you, you lied. You only had half an apple. Oh, I'm so sorry. You That's why I'm claimed, still hungry. You claimed uh, the, under oath that you ate oath. an apple. Oath. We're on the record. This is being well, recorded. Well, that's true. Wait, what? That that's his recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is um. Well, at least you had a whole something, right? Like two halves equals a whole. Ah, yes, that's true. And you <laughs> balanced the meal. It's a balanced meal, like Jimmy <laughs> said. And that mm-hmm. apple was pretty big. So, yeah. Uh, Have you guys ever had Papa Murphy's? Yeah. 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 It's pretty good pizza. Okay. It's pretty good. I don't know what that is. It's a take and bake. It's a take and bake pizza. They they get to they they charge you the price of a regular pizza, but you have Pretty to much. make it yourself. Kind of. <laughs> it's a never racket. Quite grasped the point, though. <laughs> I will say that if you're planning on eating it like in three hours and want to pick it up like on the way home and then have a dinner like a pizza party that night, yeah, kind of makes sense. But otherwise, it's just like. Why, why am I paying you to do half? You can you can eat cheap at Papa Murphy's if you get their specials. You can get some pretty cheap big pizzas. As long there. as you're not picky. If you're not picky, you can it, get some stuff. The, like... All the stuff they're trying to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how specials at restaurants work. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, it's good. It's yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes it's like, well, we just could have, but it came out really good tonight, and and while we were all able to get, uh, uh, I go, I, I ate my pizza, which is how I like it, and I and I enjoyed it very much. So, so it was good. Well, what are we actually here to talk about? We could talk about the things about you know what we like and the way we like it. Like for example, we have a lot of hardware news this week. Roku to start had uh, a announcements about all kinds of different uh, devices that they're releasing, and we're starting off with a new Roku soundbar. This is a soundbar. It's a little fourteen-inch sucker. It's a sits underneath or bes- besides your TV and is able to, and is includes inside of it the new updated Roku Ultra streaming box inside. It's available for about $130. It will be out sometime this next month. And it has all the features, including H- uh, the HDMI arc, optical app, Bluetooth receiver built into it. Uh, it's got HDR support and the 4K. Uh, it's going to be your it's going to be a pretty nice little package to make your TV just sound that yeah. much better and have Roku. So uh, most of you remember Roku released their sound bar about this time last year. Maybe. Um, it, it was around, around this time. Um, and it got pretty good reviews. It had, a, it had a Roku Ultra built in, but it was the older one. Um, this one, uh, changes it to four speakers and two of them are up firing oh. to give you that, uh, uh, like simulated surround. Um, and it, the, the key is it's got built in the new ultra, which they announced at the same time. Mm-hmm. The, the difference is the new ultra uh supports uh dolby vision and dolby atmos which mm. aren't uh included in the soundbar and i mean no atmos makes sense because it doesn't have enough speakers to do atmos <laughs> but uh yeah no this is uh this is pretty cool i've i've got a little 32 inch soundbar here under that for under my monitor um, which is more than enough. This thing would be great in like a bedroom or a small living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is a pretty good deal, I think. I mean, the Roku Ultra itself is a hundred dollars, and so you're basically paying thirty bucks for Speakers. what appears to be a pretty solid soundbar. So, yep. um, I, I have a little Polk uh, soundbar that's about the same size. I'm pretty happy with it. It sounds nice. It's got pretty decent volume. I would like more volume. So at some point I'll probably upgrade to something a little bit bigger and beefier. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think that for most people, this is gonna be pretty satisfactory. It's gonna probably improve the sound. It's, way, it's gonna be way better than your TV has. Mm-hmm. And for if, if you're getting a Roku anyways, it's effectively $30. Yep. So it's a no-brainer. <laughs> the the other thing to mention is the previous version included a subwoofer, a um, satellite subwoofer, and that was the main complaint by most people is not that it was bad, it was too good. And it, <laughs> so therefore it was way too much for your bedroom. Yeah. A lot of people wanted this in their bedroom because uh if you're not aware, most TVs, the speakers shoot out the back, 
which mm, or down. most of or down, which means most of your sound goes through the wall into the next room. <laughs> so, you know, you turn up the TV so that you can hear it across the room and you're blasting out people on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, um, there is such a thing as speaker scoops for underneath your TV. It's a real thing. But the thing is, you don't need that. You just get this. It disables the audio from the TV, and it points the audio in the correct direction, and then mm -hmm. you've immediately got better. better sound. And, and yeah, even, even with the speaker scoops, yeah, that'll improve your audio by probably 50% in volume and maybe a little bit in quality, but not a lot, right? Like, the quality of TV speakers is generally pretty awful. Um, I mean, yeah, they're good enough. Five years ago, compared to five years ago, they're still probably way better. And if you, you know, think about the the awful sound your your tube TV in the '80s had, of course, it's way better. But um, just this is going to sound orders of magnitude. Wait, better you mean the well single better. paper? cone or the single paper speaker in the bottom of the giant tv cabinet the the vibrated and you could hear every vibration <laughs> yeah that was um fond memories looking at this uh device it looks like it has probably in my opinion the smartest thing ever uh, a very easy to mount on the wall system. It looks like it's just two screws in the right spot and it just kind of hangs on there. So yeah, good idea. It, guys. Yeah. It looks like it's got a threaded inserts is yeah. what it appears to be. Uh, I haven't seen any pictures of mounting hardware. The previous one had uh, the, I think it had the, uh, I don't even know what you call them, but the, the holes in the back so you could, put it mounted to the wall oh just okay hang it on screws yeah hanged on screws so. um i don't what is the technical term for those um but yeah this this looks like there's there's some sort of designed bracket uh potentially uh but uh and if you're worried saying well my audio needs to be uh you know over uh fiber or Clyde, did the previous one have HDR? It did, I believe, okay. um, but I don't. I don't remember. In the, the there was also two versions because there was oh, the, right. there was the Roku official version, and then mm -hmm. there was the cheaper Walmart version uh -huh. that was also it was on brand, but uh, mm -hmm. it you know. Um, you're talking about the speakers, not the Roku 4. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There were two versions of the Roku 4 as well, and I have the earlier version, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And, you know, it still runs just fine. Yeah. And you oh, know what's great? Roku 4. I, you know what's great about like the Roku it. 4? It's got, a, it's a 4K compatible device. You know what's great about 4K divided with compatible Rokus? They're going to get an update to uh, later this year before the end of the year to get iOS, uh, what's I call it iOS, I'm sorry, it's the Roku OS 9.4, which includes the ability for you to use Apple's AirPlay 2 and HomeKit mm -hmm. directly into the device. So uh, why in the world does anybody need to buy an Apple, uh, Apple TV anymore if uh, you can do all the things on a Roku? I don't understand, but yeah, is, that's right. Is the Apple TV service on Roku? It is. Okay, it is. that's right. I couldn't remember. 
Yeah, no, so that what being said, um, the the AirPlay two um, protocol is pretty darn good. It's uh, it I would call it superior to the Chromecast, although the Chromecast is more universal. Uh, seeing that it's being supported by a lot more things, it is actually really nice to see that we're finally get we're seeing it appear in a very common platform like the Roku. I know that the uh, the AirPlay has actually been appearing on other like specific TVs and things like that as well, but uh, this is good. Every, any any 4K capable um, uh, Roku will be getting this upgrade by the end of the year. Yes. So that means if you bought a HD Roku uh, within the time that we've been doing this show, uh, it will get upgraded. Because no, it, if you remember, 4K. the the four Roku 4 came out right after we did this show, because that's when I got mine. Uh, um, it was like November of the, uh, 2016, I think. Uh, October-ish. Yeah, that's, yeah, right that's about a, this time. That's a lot of different models. Because there's the streaming sticks that are 4K. There's mm-hmm. even some of those little tiny ones are, yep. you know, there are some of those are 4K too. So it's pretty impressive. So, so good update. Word. Uh, continuing on the Apple uh, news here, we have a, a news story here saying that Apple TV, you know, that uh, uh, that app that allows you to watch the Apple shows Never heard is of coming. It. Yeah, no, it's coming to, to the Xbox consoles. So if you are, uh, I, if you've been waiting to watch it, but you really hate that Apple hardware and uh, I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with the hardware except for the remote, uh, you, you will be able to... Uh, you get the service on your Xbox consoles, it looks like. Now, you, you forgot an important word. Oh, what's that? May. Oh, May. It may be coming to Is the Is Rumorville? Uh, nothing's been uh, officially. Uh, uh, it says right there, Apple TV may be coming. Uh, I mean, it, it. at this point, people have found stuff that, makes it seem pretty obvious that it's probably yeah. going to happen. But you know how it goes where things don't always end up getting released. Uh, they don't always make it into the wild. Uh, you may have some sort of falling out. Uh, the fact that th- uh, that would show up on the Xbox, I think, is as opposed to the PlayStation um, is amazing in itself. I'm going to give Apple some praise here because Apple has shown recently more mm-hmm. and more a willing to uh, open up their platforms to outside stuff. Yep. They, this is an example of I can change my default mail app and my default web browser on a iPad now. This is something that is absolutely, I mean, Steve Jobs is rolling over in his grave, but it's true. <laughs> well, plus two, plus two uh, Steve Bummer's not at, at uh, Microsoft anymore, right? That's the reason why you're seeing Apple stuff coming to the Oh, you, you uh, think Microsoft Steve Ballmer and Steve Jobs had a, you know, moment? Well, oh, Ballmer was the one that threw the fit and smashed that iPhone that's, at that's the true. event. He he, and Steve oh. loved to take those little things and just like, oh, I will never forget this. You but, uh, <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is uh, I, I, I find it a little funny or it makes me smile because not so long ago i was hearing apple diehards criticizing microsoft for their philosophy of they wanted their stuff on everything well if your thing's so good why does it need to be everywhere 
you just put it on your device so that people will get your device. <laughs> and now Apple's finally, but I mean, it's smart because not everybody needs to, you know, uh, bend to your wishes. If they, you've got a thing that they might want to use, make it easy for them to use it and they will use it. Yep. You know, because like if, if there's a cool Apple product, I'm not going to go buy a phone for a single product, spend a thousand dollars. But if you put it on a device I already own, and as long as it's not called iTunes, um, <laughs> I will never, we've, we've been over this. I will never, ever reinstall that app. It's destroyed my computer and library too many times, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good, good for them. I, I hope it does make it on the Xbox. All right, we have a story here from YouTube TV. YouTube TV says they were unable to make a deal with the Sinclair uh, group of television channels to, for their Fox regional sports networks. Uh, because they were not able to get to an agreement, they are, just, they are dropping those channels. In fact, I believe they've already been dropped. Starting up, starting nope. October first. So, so as tomorrow. of midnight tonight, you will be losing a whole bunch of different uh, regional sports networks uh, from anything. But it looks like they're all basically named Fox Sports something. So mm -hmm. Fox Sports Northwest. I, I checked to see if that one was on there. It doesn't look so, like this. So. I mean, this was this was announced back in February that the contract ran out back in February. Mm. They did an extension through the baseball season. And then there all there was like basically no baseball season. <laughs> gotcha. And then um now I mean it's been since February and they still haven't reached a deal and they're at the end of the regular season so okay. Um they already dropped the Yankees station back in February. Right. Um at the same time uh but yeah, uh, it, you know, it's a dispute. Sinclair doesn't like the, or YouTube doesn't want to pay the money that Sinclair thinks they should get. And Sinclair says, nope, we're not willing to. So if I were YouTube TV, I would be in the exact same boat of like, nobody's really watching your shows. Everybody is well, yeah. having to watch cardboard cutouts in the crowd and you've got fake crowd noises and it's baseball, so you got your diehard fans, but right now nobody's getting all up and crazy about it. It's too early in the season for anybody to be well, super I mean, into it. So. And, and this is the point where Fox, uh, Fox Sports uh, or the local, they don't carry many of the football games, right? I, now, it's more of a question because I don't watch the football games, so I don't know. <laughs> I think they might that, have right? college. <laughs> Sports. None of, none of my college football was ever on Fox. Okay. It was always CBS Sports or okay. ESPN or ESPNU or something. So maybe, yeah. but not Boise State, and that's all that matters. So, but you know, if you are subscribing, if you were subscribing to YouTube TV specifically for spot Fox Sports, uh, local, regional, whatever, uh, you might want to confirm whether or not uh there's someplace else uh everybody else carry on yeah it's fine it's sports ball if it's a big deal to you it's a big deal to you 
Yep. But, it, but it is making that 65 bucks a month seem like not such a good deal anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it, it depends. Expensive. It depends what you're there for. If right. you were never there for the Fox Sports, it's not a big deal. You know, it's not a big deal. All right, we have a story here. Uh, apparently, sometime we're going to have this announcement from Google about apparently there's a new Chromecast coming out. Well, actually, we've been hearing about this for a while. It's a Sabrina, right? It's a code name Sabrina. And it's got, we've been hearing many, many, many different uh, things about it. But now we have the fact that people are literally buying them in stores. That's right. There have been people who've been going to various stores and picking them up from, uh, you know, like your Home Depots and things like that and going, hey, uh, I, I, this isn't supposed to be for sale yet, but I bought one anyways. Hey, this is what it looks like and this is what it does. The brand new uh, new uh, Google Chromecast is uh, officially being seen in places where it's not officially. Well, as of today, it's officially on sale. I You just spoiled a, a really poor joke of my own. So oh. that's good. good job. <laughs> Although... I will say I went to three Home Depots in my area over the last two days and unsuccessfully was able to get one of these early. Uh, they didn't have them out. So it wasn't, it wasn't Home Depot that put them out. It was, I would say, lack of attention to detail from the management. They both the say Chromecast. Well, With the no, Chromecast because I mean, that's the thing is, uh, <laughs> you know, the if you've ever worked in retail where they you deal with stuff that has a release date, hmm. you know that the equipment arrives there sometimes months in advance. Yeah, it is a big old sticker so do not open until. And there's usually some sort of documentation that says, "Do not," you know, whatever, whatever the rules are for that thing. And a lot of time, it, what happens is whoever's, uh, you know, in charge either didn't pay attention, didn't read it. Or didn't care. And then you get, <laughs> you get someone that's proactive, being proactive and trying to be a good employee and say, hey, we just got to get these things out. Let's do our job, get them out. And they put mm -hmm. them on the shelves and nobody notices. And then they're out in the wild. Man, I... You... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the whole idea of having a big date where things get released works in some cases, but in most cases it doesn't. I mean, just say, hey, we're, we're shipping them now. Check your stores. Make a buzz for it. I mean, it just would make sense to me. Yeah, but on if you don't set a hard date, uh, people get irritated fast when they're like, I've been to my store five times and they still don't have it. Where is the product? But the exact I same happens. I am never buying anything from you ever again. Exact same thing happens when I went to the store and they were sold out and there's still no product. See, but that's but, different. If you know, hey, today is the day, then mm, it's a uh, psychological. You, know, it, you missed your chance versus there, you never had the yeah, chance. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And it's so it's like a victory when you get there and you get the last one. It's like, yeah, no, it's no, also. It's also a, a matter of who you're angry with, right? If, if you go to a store and the product is theoretically available, but then they ran out. get upset with the store for not having it. If, you, if the store sells out, you get upset with the other people for beating you to it. 
Yeah. Or for Apple or Google or whatever for not making enough product, right? It, it's usually a lot easier on the staff on those days. I, I've worked, I worked Best Buy for quite a while and I seldom had people that were really upset with us when we sold out on day one. I mean, it you can, you expect common that. Yeah. For people to get upset. Why don't you have this in yet? It's been out for a month. Exactly. So you can't get it into the store. That's, but, but if the release date is in the past, like games were a common thing, especially right. because, you know, they would get delayed, but they wouldn't necessarily always announce it as effectively as they should. Mm -hmm. So they'd come in on the 28th and the game's going to be out. And they're like, I'm sorry, they pushed that back another three months. I was like, no, I want my game. And they get mad then because it wasn't communicated well. I, I agree. Then, it is. Plus, and while this is probably not the case with the Chromecast, it's also important with a lot of products that have um, services and things that they tie into. And they aren't necessarily going to be ready for those services to be hit by six million customers on the 30th mm -hmm. but they will on the second because they yeah. will have finished all of their testing and their infrastructure build outs and stuff by then yep mm -hmm. i guess so part of my brain for thinking that another way of being creative about it would make sense but apparently my brain <laughs> is incorrect again makes more sense the way you're doing. I, I just Bye. i just know what i've seen uh the, <sighs> the third option is or I guess with uh, another thing uh, for day and date, uh, you get to be the guy that goes in and buys the very last Xbox 360 and take it out to the street where everybody else is waiting and then smash it. That guy's oh. called a hero. <laughs> or, I mean, the, the one that got me recently was... Um, exclusive GameStop uh, pop figure. And I wanted one, but I wasn't paying attention to the release dates. I went in three days after it came out and they were sold out. Mm -hmm. And that was the only shipment. They like mm. all of the production were distributed on day one, sold out. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can get one online. And he smiles and I check online, $150. I'm like, um, yeah, I don't need a pop figure for $150, thank you. <laughs> but they know, they know you want it and they know that somebody like you will happily pay for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, you know, you don't have to spend $150 if you want to watch something on Amazon's Fire TV sticks. Because like we discussed last week and probably the week before, that this rumored new announcement of the new sticks were going to be coming out. And hey, lo and behold, they did come out. There's a regular HD one available for $30 that gives you all the features of uh, uh, that you expect for a regular HD stick. And a newer version that's going to be $40 of the, of the original streaming stick with, with 4K and Dolby Atmos, no Dolby Vision apparently, and um, um, uh, 802.11 AC Wi-Fi, and uh, apparently they all have some new experience uh, inside too for the, the, the user experience. is supposed to be new and better. And I don't know anything about those. So you'll have to let me know what that's yeah. like. Well, I mean, we talked about this a couple days ago, or a 
couple weeks ago or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Last week we said, hey, the yeah. rumor to happen. And we, we knew it was coming. They just didn't know how it would fit into the lineup. And that's been cleared up. Uh, so, yeah, new Fire TV device. Uh, if you are so inclined, uh, go out and get it. Very cool. Yeah. I just wish they would have released a new cube because I want a better, more powerful, faster cube with more RAM and stuff. Uh, what you need to do is you need to buy a Roku soundbar. <laughs> yes, but I like the Amazon interface better than Roku. I do have a Roku device here in my room. Um, it is a 4K TV, so, and it's a Roku device. So I wonder if it'll get the upgrades because it's Should. a TV, like a full-on TV. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, I do, I just, I prefer the Amazon interface. I mean, it's not great, but when you add in the echo, the hmm. echo. You bought in, it's okay. Functionality, um, the Alexa functionality, got y'all. Um, then uh, hey. <laughs> it's just better, I like it. So, uh, you know, that's that's my, my issue. I really well, want better ones. Cause here's the thing, like all of these devices have hangups because they're small they're reasonably priced and so they're they're cutting corners on quantity of ram they get hot and overheated occasionally and so they 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 slow down at least every one that i've owned i've owned roku sticks i've owned fire sticks i've owned a roku i've owned multiple cubes they all just get that way and i why can't i just get them to sell me a a $300 one that just like got 20 gigs of RAM or something like that. Come on guys. So, it, I, I got to ask, I got to ask <laughs> the fact that the, those devices run so hot. Is that where they came up with the name fire TV? Yeah. <laughs> all, all I got to say is dude, get yourself an Intel nook. <laughs> what? An, oh, nook. The next unit, N-U-C. next unit, unit of computing, the little tiny computers by Intel. Designed to hook up to a TV, they're the cutest little thing. PC. Not not there. to be confused with a Barnes and Noble Nook. No, so don't I get one of those. To, I used to run all of my TVs. Hey, look, he's got one. Yeah, Jimmy's got one right there. Nice. <laughs> the thing is, I used to run all of my TVs with Windows Media Center. I had multiple full computers built in like sweet home theater cases that kind of looked like. Um, that the fit in with the receivers and everything. It, it looked great, it worked great. And then Windows got stupid and decided to get rid of Media Center. Yep, that's what yep. you should have probably, yeah, there's other things you could have gone for, but I, I See, I, I was I all tried, in. I tried I, like um, the, what was the, what's the Unix Myth TV? And mm-hmm. it, it was not ready back the, then. It just, they just weren't as good. And Media Center PC was just so easy and worked so well it's just i i went the other way and i was all in on windows home server which was amazing right the thing was beautiful it was all your enterprise server stuff you need but dumbed down for the average person to use Mm -hmm. and it was it was the best nas like it supported dlna so you didn't have to do anything all all my streaming devices could just find all the content on it 
It was great. But yeah. uh, you, you were saying you need to, uh, you want to report a new cube, but what would you say if I told you you could just save $100 on a Fire TV recast instead? Yep, that's the next story. It looks like there's going to be an Amazon Prime event. They've oh, announced. it's live right now. Oh, is it live? I thought it well, says these it are, be- No, these are the early. Uh, there's two, uh-huh. There's a couple things that are for today and tomorrow, I think. Uh, gotcha. Early deal. So if you want this, you got to act fast. Okay, so this is the uh, recast, which is their over-the-air DVR service that works with all their Amazon uh, Fire Sticks and Fire TVs. Uh, this is a, a device that's able to have either a 500 gig or one uh, one terabyte uh, gig hard drive in it. Normally, they charge about uh, 230 or $280 for those two models, but they're giving everybody 100 bucks off of this. So $130 gets you a decent over-the-air DVR that works with all your uh, Amazon Sticks in your house. Uh, if you're into that ecosystem, this is a pretty awesome idea. So I got to say the the price was compelling enough that when I saw that today, <laughs> you I almost actually went. It. And then I remembered I don't have anything else right <laughs> to use it with. So I mean, I yeah. I thought about getting it just to try it out, but um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna let it go. It's it's an interesting idea. The the thing I have, the complaint I have with these is my experience is that if I have two options, I can climb up on the roof of my house and put an <laughs> external antenna up there, which is probably against my HOA, though I maybe there's a federal law. Was it federal or is it state can, that says you, you can't can do, do that. a big antenna, just do it in the attic. That's the best place because then it's not visible. Yeah. So I got to do that or I got to get like three of these to put them at each corner of my house with an antenna, with an internal antenna to be able to get Mm -hmm. all the channels that I want. Cause like we tried this for a while with, not with the recast, but with another device Mm -hmm. and um, geez, like I could get like a third of the channels in and then i'd have to like have somebody go move the antenna to get the other three and then it it's definitely a your mileage may vary because mm-hmm. some people live in places where you get all the channels some people live in places where there are no channels so um if you're not or We're if, they, if you're interested the in this and you're but you're not familiar with uh or you don't know what channels you should get or what type of antenna you need, go to, I think it's antenna.org. Um, and it you put in your address, it will show you exactly where all of the different stations are located and where your antenna should be located in your house and what kind of antenna you would need to effectively get them all. Um, you may find out that, you know, you're completely out of luck. I am going to have something to say about this, but I'm saving it for my rants and raves. Okay. All right. Yeah. Word. 
Okay, fine. I'll save that and we can talk about something else. What is the next story, everybody? What is it? I don't know. Oh, look, it's the Nest speakers, guys. We've had our big announcement from Google today where they announced a whole bunch of new things. And relevant to this show, we have one of them being the new Nest Audio. This is their replacement for their uh, Google Home uh, speaker, the original one that looked like a, uh, a vase of some kind. This looks more like uh, somebody took a... a, a uh, it looks like a giant chiclet. Yes, that's a pretty good description of it. It, it does look like that. Uh, they said they've done a good job of increasing the uh, quality of the audio and the volume of it, being able to make it loud. The old one was pretty loud, too. I have to say, I don't know about that. Uh, it also has uh, been set up with a faster processor inside, so it'll be able to handle a bunch of the new commands as they come out. Comes in all different kinds of colors and is available for $100 today, which is, oh, actually, it's pre order today, uh, which is um, actually, uh, uh, if you ask me, about the right price. My I mean, cheaper would be better, but. You know, I, I've, got, I've, I've got the Google Home uh, Mini. Uh, I use it because my bedroom doesn't, the light switch isn't connected to anything. So in order to turn the lights on and off, you either have to walk across the dark room to get to a light or you automate it. Mm -hmm. And I recently found out this morning when uh, I woke up and there was no internet. It, they don't save the routines locally. They no, they should. don't. Because my local network was still available. It could communicate with all of the, my stuff. Hmm. But no, it says, yeah, I can't turn on your lights. I can't reach <laughs> the internet. Yeah, well, so the reason why it can't do that is because your light switch is probably using a little thing on the wall, the little wall wart. And that's probably made by somebody else. Because it's made by somebody else, Google has to talk to their server and say, hey, by the way, this one with this barcode and using this special code to make sure you know it's me. I, I understand. Flip I'm just switch. saying they, that kind of stuff when could be, yes, they, there's the, a way that it could be stored locally. Yes, and, this, you know, this, that, that's I all. completely agree that they need to, uh, to eliminate that entire trip yeah. out to the internet and back. And I, I understand why it doesn't work. Um, it's just a matter of, there's well, going to be situations where it needs to work and there's no internet. If you want to do it without the internet, uh, there are open source products that can do this completely without any internet. So, Yeah, that no, not requires a trip to GitHub and then I get stupid <laughs> confused and I <laughs> throw up my hands and say, get, get okay, what can I throw money at? Um, I understand. Yeah, All right, well, I, the, the one thing you can... Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to follow along with, with Clyde. And my, my theory on open source is I love the concept. I love the idea. But as a general rule, when I want something, I just want it. I don't mm -hmm. want to work for it. If right. I wanted to work for it, I'd be programming it myself, right? Like, right. It's uh, the reason that Thingiverse is so popular. I can yeah. either I can design something that fits my needs exactly, or I can go find something that's close enough and pay a little bit of money, potentially. And probably um, it's made better than you could have done yourself, quite frankly, because they've made a million of them at that point. Potentially, the bugs. potentially, but you know, it may not be the right exact size, or you know, whatever. It's one of those things where, eh, good enough. 
So my theory on open source is simply uh, this is the bar. If you can't do it as well as the open source, you shouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. And if you can do it better, then you can charge for it. Makes sense mm -hmm. to me. If you can't do it better than that, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. yep. This is the bar. You have to be able to reach higher than I, the I'm all than for open bar. source as long as I don't have to expel any effort to use it. <laughs> and some of it is that good, and a lot it of it is not. I mean, like, you know, yeah. Ubuntu so. is is finally there, right? Like Ubuntu I, is not. No, don't <laughs> use Ubuntu. Please don't use Ubuntu. Okay. Multiple no. Linux distros are yeah. fine. Yeah, I, they're they're was, closer than they ever were. I no, I mean I I did a, a a little project where I set up Ubuntu, and uh, I used it, and I was able to get that whole thing up and running with no difficulties at all in uh, less time or no more time than a Windows machine. Side jag, Ubuntu uh, is fine. There's nothing wrong with Ubuntu except for Unity sucks. And after that, I'll just let it go. <laughs> yeah, my NUC runs Linux, runs, yeah. runs or Oracle Linux. But, yeah. Yeah, Oracle Linux is a like a rebrand of, uh, of Red, uh, Hat. Red Hat, Red which Hat. Red Hat is the Linux for servers, really. So that's a good, uh, and, uh, and Oracle does their, a couple tweaks to make it better for their databases and a couple things to make it easier for their virtualization platforms yeah. and things and like that. Debian it's actually really good. software that you pay for. Yeah. yeah. De Debian <laughs> and Ubuntu are the bastard children, right? No, kind of. They're, they're closer related than uh, the kissing cousins or well, you know, so that's true. Debian basically came out, and it's probably Debian, I know, but I like to call it Debian, uh, came out uh, basically as one of the very first and oldest uh, distros back in the day. And um, it, they, they, they got the process down to, you know, they actually got a committee to decide about the, mm -hmm. about the making of it. And then Ubuntu basically came in and said, that's great. We're going to take what you did and build on it. And so Ubuntu is essentially Debian with plus stuff and then people have been making things yeah. on top of ubuntu so it's ubuntu plus yeah, stuff and it's like ubuntu is more open source whereas debian is committee driven actually i would argue that a debian is much more open source than ubuntu okay i would argue that but that being said it's semantics yeah. at this point i yeah. i will say the thing that debian's got going for it is that it was created by a guy that was involved in toy story <laughs> which is why every Debian release is a Toy Story character's name. Yep. And also it's oh, named Debian because it's his, his wife's name was Deb and her name, his name is Ian. So mm -hmm. yeah. Good name. So you need <laughs> proper OSs though. What device has a proper OS now? Uh, Jimmy will tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's not Windows. <laughs> <laughs> hey. See, win Windows is the thing where I don't have to think about it. I just turn it on and it works. Yeah. Windows yeah. is proprietary. That, that's fine. And that's the thing where, like like uh, Matt said, if, if it's better than the, if it works better than the open source, then you can charge for it. Right. Well, I paid for this. Um, and it just works. And I don't have to deal with it. So since we're on the side jack anyways, Windows is fine. 
And you, and you get you pay for it with your PC or you pay for it outright. I have no Windows, problem. Windows is good for secretaries. I have no problem with the amount people have to pay for it to get with their PC because really you're not paying very much, if anything at all. Mm-mm. I mean, it's almost zero for that. I just <laughs> argue vehemently about the fact that I have to pay $100 or $200 for a copy of Windows if I build my own PC. When I'm building a PC and I'm like, I'm going to make this PC as cheap as possible and crap. That this, means I'm going to be saying just as much as money on the PC as I am on Windows. This current, if you're installing that cheap of a PC, you should be putting Linux on it. Generally, I do. Yeah, and I, I, that's what I, I've got a bunch of little cheap old business computers yeah. that I would run if I needed to run a little standalone server or something. Then yeah, just throw a Linux on it. It's fine. Doesn't need to be powerful. But uh, Windows is the best choice. If you have a standard office environment where you're not dealing with engineers or creatives, <laughs> or if you want to play video games. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that is the, the top that, choice in those two scenarios. And, and, I'll, and I'll qualify that. Obviously, almost all games require Windows to run, they work better on pure Windows machines. And that the best games, I should say, not almost all games, the best high-end blockbuster games, I guess is the way to put it. It's like yeah. obviously uh, mobile mobile games or there's a lot of games that work on iOS as well now, but most of your big name games, um, your blockbusters do not work as well on Mac or Linux. Well, the I'm other... Not. You can certainly make an argument that, you know, Windows is good for gaming, right? No doubt about that. I mean, no, nobody, I think, would argue against that, right? But for the, real-world computing outside of gaming, right? Um, uh, basic office you know, environment, I still say when winner goes to Windows. And the reason I say that is because mm-hmm. um, Office for Windows is unquestionably the best productivity suite, period. And uh, office office is pretty good, but but Windows is where you know these kids with MBA degrees because in MBA school they teach you one thing when it comes to computing. MBA is a not a school. <laughs> yeah, what they teach at MBA school is Microsoft is the answer. What's your question? Well, as as a, a, an MBA, I, I assure <laughs> you, I did not get that class. Um. <laughs> yeah, you know, all I got to say is that I've seen these guys who go in and get these MBAs, and they go, "Dude, you're not tall enough." Yeah. <laughs> Just, you, you, I mean, you, I mean, the short guys with MBAs, you know, they're like six four. Those are the short yeah. guys. Yeah, but, well, um, I don't get it. But but, uh, but I mean, you know, but, Windows has its place, right? No, no yeah. doubt about it. But but the thing is, you know, Windows is never going to drive a database that processes uh, credit card transactions. Never going to happen. Yeah, but I my computer doesn't need to do that. If yeah. my computer no. is doing no, that, I that agree. means it was hacked and someone else is controlling it. And, and, and I qualified that I, I also feel like um, for creatives, Apple is almost always going to win. And for engineers, you'll find a mix of Apple and Linux uh, open source OS. You'll find engineers that do a lot of work on Windows, especially if they're using like sure. .NET or something. Sure. But um, 
but I would argue that it, at least for most web development, Windows is not the best solution. My, Everything I do on Windows, uh, I find, I, I feel like I have to jump through extra hoops to make it, to do the stuff on a Windows machine than that I would if I was doing it on a, a Unix or a Unix-based machine like a Mac or something with terminal, right? And I'm constantly running into software that clearly states not available on Mac. And this is stuff that I use on a daily basis. So, yeah. yeah. But what else? What else? Hey, we were talking about operating systems and somehow we got really off track, but we wanted to talk about the fact that actually Google did have their big event today. And in yep. that event today, they did show us the brand new Google Chromecast with, well, excuse me, the Google Chromecast with Google TV. Uh, this is uh, their Chromecast. What's the cool thing about this Chromecast? This is the Sabrina that we all talked about, and we just recently talked about some people getting it early. Uh, but it is a device comes in three colors and uh, allows you to be hook this device up to your TV with the Chromecast, all the features you would get with a normal Chromecast 4K, uh, with HDR and old Dolby Atmos and and all those features. Uh, but it ha comes with a remote that has an IR function so you can control your TV's power and volume and switch inputs, thank God. Mm -hmm. uh, so Which, they got- Oh, good. This remote looks an awful lot like the remote that came with the, uh, uh, their VR project. And so it's that, it's, and that's a pretty good shape for that remote. I actually like that in, in my hand size. So uh, I've, I, if I've had any experience, if this is anything like that experience, I'm sure it's not motion control, but it looks like the buttons all work. Uh, and the thing is the Google TV that they're calling is, uh, it's actually built, looks like it's built right on top of Android with a, with an interface. It's an overlay. So essentially my predictions were correct this is just, this is the same thing as the TiVo stream. It's just Android. And then the, what the overlay that TiVo has, uh, this is the Google version. They're calling Google TV. Right. Um, what's, I don't what's the like difference between remote. Android TV and Google TV? So according to Google, they're going to go ahead and get, and drop Android TV, supposedly. I don't know if that's actually true. Yeah. Uh, but they are calling their new interface the Google TV interface, which is not to be confused yeah. with the old Google TV. Which was my complaint back when we first talked about this, that it's a bad idea to go back to that Google TV name because people have such... Uh, it, that name is so polarizing. Uh, people, they're either absolutely hate, have terrible tra traumatic memories of the Google TV. Some people uh, loved it and have traumatic memories because of the way it was dropped. Um, either way, it's got baggage. Fair enough. And I don't, I don't think that's the way to go. Well, nobody uh, and, ever. It, it, it's typical Google uh, yeah. making things muddier. Nobody ever claimed Google was good at naming things. And I gotta say, okay, I get offering the remote in different colors. Yep. Why are they making this thing in different colors? 
it you can't disconnect the cable it's never going to be visible this is designed to hang on the back of your tv correct you know what's even more ridiculous inside the pack they include batteries the batteries are the same color as your device (laughs) yep that's right you will get exclusive batteries made specially for your tv that comes in the colors of sunrise snow and uh what was the other color i don't know there's a pink cloud blue and yeah whatever um a white white they're obviously yeah. white so it's, it's kind of it's a it's an eggshell white it's a blue and it's a pink so. i yeah i this is i mean so the one thing uh that to note about this is it's it's running uh android 10 the google tv it so this is the only thing running android 10 because the the uh tivo version Mm-hmm. of this made by the same company which is why i figured they were going to be the same device just different shape is on nine and as we talked about last week the beta or the developer version is on 11 so this is this is the only this is the only device that uh uh android tv that's running uh 10 but I see that as a good thing because that uh, bodes well for the TiVo 4K stream uh, getting an upgrade, being that they're essentially the same device. You're saying Android 10. Do you mean Android 11? No, 11 is on the developer. Oh, I thought my phone just got 11. Yeah, no, I'm talking Android TV. TV. Gotcha. I I thought they were saying That's why the TiVo is still on 9. Uh, and then they basically, for the developer model, they jumped over and went to the newest, uh, made 11 available on it. So this is the first Android TV platform with 10. So this um, is going to have the ability to have all the different apps on it. I think it has pretty much all the different streaming services mm-hmm. on it, except for maybe Peacock? No, it's on there. Okay, well, it has everything then. Yeah. So this no, is it a, literally has everything. If it's, you it's if great. you were looking at something that has everything, this may, it may be a good choice for you. And it's only only fifty dollars. Um, I'm considering going to buy one. Anybody else thinking about it? Clyde already said he was looking for one, so I think he might I, be. I I was yeah I I, I was going to get it to try it. Um, mainly, I I wanted it for when we talked about it. it could be like you mean this? Yeah, that'd be um, great. That that <laughs> what was are you the talking main about? reason. Oh. Um, so I mean I I'm gonna I'll, I'll try it out because I am a fan of Android TV. Uh, well, that's good. and then but yep uh, and uh, but I don't like the remote. I think the remote looks terrible. Um, I do like the TiVo remote. Um, and I don't know. Uh. I hate the dongle design. I just. Uh, unfortunately, the dongle design is here to stay. That's uh, just how with it the is. attached. I mean, with that stupid attached flat cable is the thing. If you know it was removable some way, then that'd be fine. But I don't. I don't like that. Between this and the Roku, I'd say buy the Roku. Well, my Roku Ultra is a 
standalone box with an actual Ethernet port. Um, Two big big complaints about the dongle design. First of all, why can't they put a 90 degree angle on the dongle? Like (laughs) they always come out of the back of your TV. The back of your TV is vertical. Dongle comes out and then it's like, it hangs back there. It's like, all my TVs are horizontal, but I agree that is my biggest fear with those is that it's going to be vertical. Usually it's vertical on the side and that's where you see it and it's got to fold over to hang. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it's terrible. Well, uh, why not just make it a stick? Why is it going to hang like that? Well, you can't because these things are so big. Yeah. You can't stick. Otherwise it would have to stick way out uh, because this thing's probably about, you know, yay big. Um, so it, that's why it's got a flat cable is because then, uh, just like my, the ethernet cord that came with my ubiquity cloud key, it's got metal, uh, on either side. So it's rigid and you can bend it. So it's actually, the cables aren't supporting the weight, Mm -hmm. the metal inside that ribbon is, um, Mm -hmm. Think of like a twist tie, but heavier. Um, so I, I understand why they do that, but the fact that it the difference is my cloud key, you don't have to use that cable. You can disconnect it and plug a yep. different cable in. And Hopefully your socket in your TV will hold up to that, right? See, I mean, it's not that heavy, but it's it's heavy enough to be strain on those little tiny cables inside or if you got to put steel in there no you you, you figured it's, it's it's hefty enough to where i no, worry no, if my socket no, it's was, not like that was, no was, it's was, just it's, you, you you need something to take the strain so that the wires inside aren't like you never hang you never want to hang anything by an ethernet cable even though ethernet cable probably deal with it but you've got repeated stress from it moving around and then stuff breaks so. well there's an easy fix for that they make little extension cables that uh would work fix your problem yeah yeah i think i think one thing that you mentioned though that is worth mentioning in my opinion is the remote um having not actually used the remote i wish i could find I, my remote. i can't say for sure but uh i feel pretty confident that this remote's gonna suck it's like if you look at the way the buttons are positioned um it's it's gonna be i've generally been a fan of android tv remotes in the past i do like that this has a more dished uh it's got a more dish design similar to a roku remote which i find more comfortable than the flat like style that android tv used in the past and also like fire tvs use the candy bar kind of shape um but the the lack of buttons and the layout I think is terrible. Uh, yeah. yeah. That bit at the top kind of looks like the old iPod click wheel, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Yeah. Or a suction <laughs> cup. <laughs> uh, so again, I wish I had the uh, remote I had for the, uh, for the, uh, for my VR. I wish I had it around. Oh, it hold on. Almost exactly like that, except for this extra buttons on it. He's got it somewhere. 
But no, uh, that's, uh, I actually really like that size of remote in my hand. It feels mm-hmm. very comfortable. So I, uh, if it is modeled after that, and I understand the extra buttons is probably, you do have to do reach down to get to it. But that is actually, I really like that. Yep. And you've got the remote. And that's the question. Because if he does, I bet You're you anything. You're talking about this. I bet you anything that is essentially, turn it sideways. Yes. I bet you that is what they modeled it after. It, it is. It's very similar. And I like oh, how that feels in my hand, quite frankly. This is the TiVo remote right? for the Android TV. They should have just used this. Oh, um, that's kind of like a TiVo special design if you did that. The well, I, 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 I don't mean like the contour <laughs> because, you know, this was meant to be reminiscent. I just meant kind of the button layout. The button layout is You like usable. the dish in the middle. You've got volume, channel... So you can operate your TV. Right. So you, like if you actually, you're one of those weirdos that actually uses your TV as a TV. I do. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, including they also have the number buttons at the bottom. So you can direct dial your channels. Um, this, this is a decent, I, I don't like the fact that the, it's slight, it, doesn't sit in my hand right when I'm trying my finger is never where I want it to be I have to constantly right. shift it mm-hmm. um, with my Roku or with my uh, yeah Roku remote it's flat so right. it shifts easy this has a little little thing curve. which on an actual Roku remote that was fine because you were either operating in the top all the time or operating in the bottom all the time. Right. You weren't shifting mm-hmm. back and forth. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll get one of these uh, as soon as I can find one. And we'll see. I mean, it, it's 50 bucks. That's what I paid for the Tebow. Um, and I'm, I've been happy with the Tebow. Yep. Uh, yeah. And that's probably the best thing about it is the price. Now there, now, there is one thing that you should be aware that if you are thinking, hmm, this might work well with Stadia. I know you're, nobody's really thinking <laughs> that. Uh, be aware that this has not been approved to be used with Stadia yet. You still need to get the Roku Ultra to do that. Uh, but they do say that it'll be compatible with Stadia probably by next year. And if you're not interested in that, don't worry about it. You're all good. Yeah, actually, I, I would recommend, Jimmy, uh, you should try, if you haven't tried Android TV. Is it um, a good one to get? I, I'll let you know if this one's good to get uh, once. Uh, once <laughs> you try I it out, a... Clyde, and if you say that it's good, I'll try it. Okay, uh, I will say I, I, I'm almost pretty confident in telling you to try out the the TiVo one. Uh, Wabbit mm-hmm. got one, and he likes it. I think he still likes it. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it the added overlay takes a little bit of wrapping your brain around it but once you understand what it's trying to do Mm -hmm. um i never go into it anymore i don't go into the t custom tivo thing i just stay in android tv and Mm. it Mm -hmm. it's great but uh uh, well the the guy the 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 overlay for the google tv looks very much like your uh like a fire stick overlay or an Apple TV overlay. It is the grid of grid of boxes to get access to different. Yeah. Things. And the thing that they were doing is uh, with, at least with the TiVo version, 
you go through and it learns what shows you're watching Mm -hmm. and pays attention to what episodes you've watched. So then you can just go into it and just when you click on a show, it'll take you to the next episode directly. So from you're you're navigating through a show or a page of all your different shows and movies, not digging through apps, then loading the app, and then digging through there. It's just a one-stop menu, which was uh, the TiVo aspect of it. Uh, Android TV does some of that natively, um, but the the Google overlay is essentially doing their version of what the TiVo overlay is doing, um, which is what sets them apart other than that terrible-looking remote and those colors. Uh, All oh right, well. you, you know what I you, you know what I would never complain about though. I I complain a lot. That that's mm-hmm. that that's part of who I am. But there's one thing that I will never ever complain about: grilled cheese sandwiches. Well, it depends. If if I made it, no. If somebody else made it, I won't complain to their face, but I might complain. Okay, just ask. Yeah. No, I'm talking about our patrons. Oh, the those people guys. that support us every month, even though they don't have to, but because they want to, and we appreciate it. Uh, if if you're one of the the several people out there that have been supporting us uh, financially over the last hundred episodes, uh, we salute you. We thank you. Uh, if we were Japanese, we'd probably bow to you, uh, but I'm not, and my back can't handle that oh, okay. stuff anymore. So okay. uh, I will just say thank you. Uh, if uh, you're not a supporter, but you would like to become one, that's patreon.com slash the VOD squad. Uh, you get to you've got a direct line of uh, contact uh, to us. Yep. Uh, you get a custom RSS feed, which is now live again with a podcast. So you don't have to actually be here. If you missed the episode, you, you just want to listen to it in the car. I mean, that's how I consume most of my shows. Uh, now you can. And uh, yeah, that patreon.com slash the VOD squad. Don't want to go too long on that. Thanks a uh, lot. Because, yeah, thank you. Because uh, what we need do need to do is get some rants and some raves. And there we go. <laughs> hey. Uh, I don't know what happened to Mike. We got a uh, robot. Did, did you get become part of the board collective or whatever they're called um, <laughs> did you get know. assimilated did you ever see alien yep i did um yeah so i'm gonna go first because uh this thing is freaking amazing are, are you the lawnmower man <laughs> <laughs> yes are you cutting grass in there? 
That's right. So this, so um, which one is that? This is the Rift S. Oh, okay. So yes, this is the one you would never buy because you have to have a uh, Facebook account. Yeah. But it is the recommended device for Rogue Squadrons. Um, okay. Which is the Star Wars uh, space combat game that mm. comes out on the second. So I went ahead and got this and it is absolutely amazing. I'm actually, I'm on virtual desktop. So I see you um, bigger than life. Well, not really, but that's because you're not maximized. Um, you know, my screen now stretches uh, probably about the size of a 95 inch screen. Um, I have to turn my head to get from side to side of my, of my browser. <laughs> The, um, the audio listeners can't tell that Matt's yes. face was all the way in his camera, squished up against the camera. <laughs> yeah, so it's... Um, I could have gotten closer, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's good. I really enjoy it. Um, I'm, you know, sitting here in my beautiful mountaintop home with the fireplace behind me. You're on the Netflix app, aren't you? No, the... Uh, Oculus has this like home app that is built. That was the that was the def the default lobby on when Netflix launched their uh, uh, the, with their VR thing. It was yeah, that so mountain chalet. I can move things around and point with my little controller. Um, I played a fair amount of Beat Saber, which I'm sure I look ridiculous, but it's a heck of a lot of fun. And uh, it's been pretty great. Beat Saber has been basically like their killer get the killer app for that system for the most part. Yeah. Everybody, everybody who plays that game, I mean, it looks like a lot of fun to play it, and it uh, you see people see teams uh, seem to be uh, really enthralled with it and be able to play it for hours and hours on end. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's um it's a good workout too. Um, at least for somebody that has been sedentary completely for the last eight months of um of covid it it feels like a workout um, <laughs> there are plenty yeah. of people who add weights to their remotes or wear you know weights on their wrists and to yeah. make it so they have to work harder so yeah it's a great idea um maybe someday <laughs> i'll work up to that but right now i'm just trying to keep up with with it as is but it's it's a lot of fun the uh the environment is really cool um resolution i did i've watched um some movie trailers in there and i've gone to a couple of other people's like virtual homes and seen how they've decorated them and stuff like that so there's there's a lot of neat things you can do but really for me it's it's about the video games and really looking forward to star wars rogue squadrons which i'll be able to tell you about next week oh yes i'm sure yeah the flight sims are so good and you know they'll come up often enough to have the good combat flight sims space i love space battle flight sims so yeah. i also no. i also have my Thrustmaster that i can show you <laughs> is it an old original one or is it a new one i still say that company was so badly named <laughs> my, did you hear Thrustmaster? that is not what i what you're thinking yeah when when i told my wife that, I, that for my birthday I was going to buy myself a Thrustmaster. Did she? Uh, did Did you? Was it like the day after you guys watched Burn After Reading? I don't know what you're saying. I, I'm pretty. Oh, Burn After Reading. I'm pretty sure that's the thing. Uh, 
he was building in the basement. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, she she was like, wait, what? What? Are you? And and I like it's it's a it's it's a joystick with a throttle. And she's like, what? <laughs> it's a hotis. H O T A S. Yes, uh, I was like. You use it to fly airplanes in games. And she's like, oh. <laughs> it was just, it, I mean, she legitimately had no clue. She was thoroughly convinced I was buying some sort of like obscene toy for my computer. Uh, all those teenagers. Go with my VR, which I mean, I guess that would make sense, but no. <laughs> Uh, you know, they, they, they invented the joystick and then they decided to also invent the joy hole. So, you know, it's all the same, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you got that. I'm sorry. I'm glad you didn't get kicked out to the doghouse just to sleep on the couch for a while for getting your Thrustmaster 3000. Uh, <laughs> that sounds horrible. Uh, I want to say that uh, I, I am also um, looking at uh, uh, TV solutions for when I'm at home or you know, when I'm trying to watch the local stuff and we're looking at the, the, the various options out there and I'm revisiting Locast because Locast does give me all those local stations uh, for five bucks a month of donation, which is a pretty amazing deal. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my, my son who likes to ask me, hey, you were talking about this new thing called Locast. Can I see it? And so we, uh, I said, okay, let's turn it on. We turn it on. It gives you the, the little please donate to us ad because I, we haven't donated yet. But then he sat there and he watched shows with me for a while. I was like, this is pretty good. I mean, but it's like, well, the one thing it doesn't do is let you record or anything like that. So I did some research. And there is an app that's open source that allows you to emulate a... Uh, a a a, uh, a compatible um, uh, media capture device, you know, antenna capture device, uh, uh, using a, a a script that converts lowcast streams into that, and then it's designed so you can then pick it up and record it on your Plex server. So very inexpensive. Watch all your shows, record all your shows, local shows over the internet with uh, lowcast in a Plex server app. We'll see. I might play with it. We'll we'll find out if uh, if I get anywhere with that. But be, my being my normal pe uh, uh, thing right now though is like I feel like maybe doing something and then I fall asleep in my chair before I'm able to do anything about it. So I doubt I'll get into it before the next year. Quite frankly, it's too crazy right now. The other thing is I've been playing. Uh, I've re-picked up um, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Playing it again this time. I've ta I've uh, taken it off of expert mode, the hard mode. Uh, because I did defeat the win the game technically on that, and now I'm going back to play through it again just for funsies and doing all the DLC I never got around to doing before. So it's I have not touched it in 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 months, and so now I'm playing it again. It's been my go-to escape from reality, and I've been enjoying it. Word. I I will say, is Locast a good idea? Considering what it did, what what it did to Egypt, you know, it, 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 I think because the uh, the rains didn't come first. Actually, kind of they didn't. The, the fires didn't. Well, the fires have come too. 
the, uh, the death of all the children and that's the firstborns you have to put the lamb's blood over the doorway yeah, thing yeah. right it doesn't say anything on the terms of service i don't know okay i was gonna but, say but, because usually you know it, you hear plague uh like the end times plagues it, and pestilence right uh the first thing to come through is the locust. yeah and then of uh, course to, you well then when the when the service called for augs comes out i'll be worried too <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jimmy, you got anything? Yeah, so I think, you know, I've said probably at least a couple of times on the show that, you know, I get free Netflix because I was subscribed to T-Mobile, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I just discovered, I don't know how long it's been there. It's probably been there for a while, right? But I just discovered yesterday that because I have AT&T as my home internet service provider, that I also get HBO Max. So I, I get HBO Max for, for free now. Right? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's cool. I, I got to yeah. say, I, I am really enjoying uh, the, the HBO Max. Yeah, and I was going to ask you, what's, now that I've got this new service that, uh, that, is, that is free to me now, what shows would you recommend? That's all well, we, we can get in we'll, we'll get into that in the after uh okay. i mean mo, mo, mostly i've i've been watching the uh aside from just normal hbo stuff there's mm -hmm. a dc stuff which is now yes. oh and that was the story we never talked about was I the did, fact that, i did see that, that that dc universe is on hbo max yeah well because like and i've talked about that before because uh, that was the big selling point uh, for me was that I was ready to re-sign up for DC Universe. And then I found out I didn't have to because they were, and then they extended it on HBO Max. And then they, uh, about a week ago, made the announcement, oh yeah, DC Universe, we're done with mm -hmm. original stuff. So all of the shows that I liked from DC Universe, like Doom Patrol and Harley Quinn, they are now officially HBO Max shows. Mm -hmm. They have been renewed. They're not going away. They're just, you no longer have to worry about DC Universe. DC Universe will be just strictly uh, comic book stuff. Uh, so, I haven't, yeah, look, I haven't looked yet. Do they have that new version of the uh, Justice League? Um, it, oh, it's supposed the movie? to be coming. Yeah, the movie. I, I don't know. I, maybe. I think it's either already out or maybe it's yeah, still yeah, coming. Maybe. I, I don't know. But yeah, they're, all they're, the DC Universe original stuff, uh, TV shows and movies, um, they're on there. Uh, hmm. Comedy Cent or not Comedy Central, uh, Cartoon Network, all their stuff's on there. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's basically everything. Uh, it's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's uh, literally, I, I will say, it is Max. It's HBO to the Max. Indeed. Uh, so I get a question for you guys. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been sitting around your house thinking, you know, at work, we've got these really cool phone systems with extensions. And I really wish, I wish I had that at home. I wish every bedroom had its own extension. Really? Running Cisco phones. <laughs> Cisco phones? Are you nuts? Actually, no, well, they're fine. Those are pretty cool, but never really wanted one for home. 
if you're buying the Cisco phones because you can get them super cheap, that's fine. Well, but if you're I mean, buying, I, I can just bring them home from work. Say, hey, I need to <laughs> test some stuff. All right. <laughs> See, this is an old one. This is like a 7945. So this thing is basically going in the trash anyway. Because, um, you know, it's you no can put custom. Supported. You can put custom images on that. Thing. What, but my, my point is. In my office until we switch to Zoom in February. Yeah. Those antiques. Well, here's the thing, uh, because as we've talked about before, I, since I work at home, I like to have my work number not go to my cell phone. Mm -hmm. I like to mm -hmm. have an actual phone. But mm -hmm. the problem is I've been using the OB High with my Google Voice number, mm -hmm. but I can't get a reasonably priced phone that will let me plug in my Jabra headset. Oh. Because when I'm on a six-hour troubleshooting call with Cisco, this does not cut it. <laughs> so I've been doing some research, and then I found out about a company called 3CX. Oh, you've, you've got the 3CX, huh? Cool. So 3CX, uh, which I was skeptical at first mm -hmm. because, you know, okay, if you're – if you need – less than like 50 or you like i don't even know what the numbers are basically it's free i i don't qualify as a pro user nope. um i can do as many extensions as i want it's how many concurrent calls you are yeah having, including how many concurrent calls um and it's under like 20 20 yeah. concurrent calls uh it's basically just me and the best part is I was like, okay, well, you know, okay, I'm going to have to build a server uh, for the PBX. Nope. It runs on a Raspberry Pi. Yep. 25 bucks, you know, and that's, that's what I've been playing with. And they, you, if you look, their list of supported phones it's is gigantic. gigantic. Yeah. Uh, the Cisco stuff, not as much. Uh, this one, luckily, it falls into the legacy. It's been around long enough that people have already figured it out. Oh, yeah. um, but newer stuff, you know, but they have a good community from what I've been seeing that people are willing to work and share their findings. And uh, it, it's very, it's very, has that open source kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I got to say, uh I am digging it, especially for a free service. I get my fr one free SIP trunk. And now, since I have Ethernet jacks in most of the rooms in this house, I can now put Cisco phones in every room. So my school district, I, I was, uh, we were using an ancient old North Star phone mm -hmm. system and uh, I was just desperate to get away from it. Not because, you know, it was a bad system, but programming it was hell because mm -hmm. <laughs> they're just horrible. So I was, I was about this close to going 3CX. Ended up going Grandstream because it was better bang for the buck for, uh, uh, for my school district. And I've been very happy with it, but 3CX is pretty much the gold standard for getting and, compatible. Uh, they do support the Grandstream phones yes. that you purchase. So Correct. you get to the point where if you get, uh, like my, my buddy has Grandstream in his store has not been very happy with the service that he's mm. paying for. Okay. Uh, it's been kind of, they, they've had some problems. 
Um, And it's one of those things where if you get to the point where you don't want to pay for that anymore, you can move it over. You just set up one of these and connect all your grand stream phones and continue like, you you know, I mean, you have to get new phone numbers, but. uh, No, you don't. You could probably get those transferred over. Possibly. But yeah, the Grand Street, yeah, the Grand Street uh, phones, all of them natively support 3CX because 3CX is the gold standard for those open yep. platforms. So absolutely. I'm glad you're liking it. It'd be an interesting idea to do it. In the I, 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 I will say I, I'm not at the point where I will say my experience because I'm still poking around. Uh, clearly, it's not hooked up at the moment. No, clearly not. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so far, uh, it's been fairly simple uh, to get going. And it's just a matter of go to their website, create an account, download the software, their documentation and uh, is very good. Uh, you just follow it and uh, you're up and running. So. Very cool. I'm glad you were, I mean, yeah, for for us, it was, well, we're already buying all the phones and the grand stream, you know, box was like 300 bucks and it just did everything. It was like either that or could build a server. And at that cost and the probably Mm $3,000 for having his number of phones, we started like grand streams, a better price for us. And it's been great. Yeah. I still, I still want to set up an analog PBX so that my ancient phones that are wall mounted (laughs) in my living room and down or in my kitchen and downstairs that they can be an extension as well but you could that's no problem get an ata device you can get hook two of them up real fast yeah and we'll we'll deal with that dirt cheap but yeah um so i think that uh brings us to the end of this episode what i know i know Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Love having you here live, uh, participating. Uh, You get to head on over to tbs.showbot.tv now and vote on those titles that were submitted throughout the show. Uh, If you are listening to this after the fact or watching this after the fact, you should join us live sometime because... This is the place to be. You get to participate in the chat, submit titles. Uh, you get to call us out when we're wrong, because we're 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 never wrong. But you, you never we're know. N- not never wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, live every Wednesday night, nine PM Central here on Twitch, and uh, you can reach us at all the places uh, here on Twitch or the VOD Squad at gmail.com. That's uh, patreon.com slash the VOD squad and the VOD squad.com. Awesome. Right. Word. Oh, and podcast is available at all of the places where podcasts are available. Yay. Yes. And I checked yesterday. It is on Google podcasts. Now. I, I listened to us uh, on it. I have to say, I think we actually make a better podcast than vodcast. I could be wrong. Sure. <laughs> hey, that's, that's the thing. If we get enough patrons and they demand that we stop doing it live, <laughs> I, I'm sure there's a price. We, we could set a price 
Sure, why not? <laughs> Dude, and, we don't yeah. want to see your faces anymore. You have to turn that but off. But that's the, the beauty of being a patron is you don't have to see our faces. That's true. Pay us enough. We'll just stop doing it. Just I know. <laughs> we'll stop releasing it entirely. We'll probably still get together once no a week. Well, I, I, I have done that before. They, you know, I think it was like, a, I think it was the threshold was 1500 a month. Yeah. I will just not do the show at all. We just won't release it. We won't share it with you. We'll I mean, sure we won't even no do it. We'll just we'll go our own separate ways and you'll have the the peace and quiet. Uh, peace and quiet and the peace but, of mind knowing that you may have done the world. But the deal yeah. is as soon as that goes below threshold, we gotta go yeah, live. We, we're we're firing <laughs> right back up. We'll come That's back. What I <laughs> but Hold the world ransom. <laughs> until then, until we hit that threshold, we'll have to discuss it. We'll be here next Wednesday. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see ya. Good night. Bye. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>